Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Can you both do your best Formula One race car impression, please? Here's mine, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) (laughs) That was was actually really good. Sounds like a fucking mosquito. Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Hey, there we go. It's Australia, baby. Australia, Dan Under. You can do a good little accent. Oh, thank you. It's it's not bad. Every Australian (laughs) listening is thinking, this guy doesn't sound anything like us. (laughs) Australia is here. Cannot wait. So happy it's race weekend again. Oh, man, I've, I've fucking missed it. And it's crazy because it's so early in the morning. It's so early. Qualifying in UK is 6am on Saturday and the race is at 7am on Sunday. I don't understand. 6am in the morning. I don't know what that means. That doesn't exist. It means we're getting up early. (sighs) Big time. McDonald's breakfast. Sit there. Race day. The sacrifices that we make for fucking these people. (laughs) Mate, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I actually cannot (laughs) wait for that. I don't know how our energy levels are going to be. No, it's going to be very different. Usually we have a whole day like riled up, don't we? And we're yeah. chatting about the race. I have a few Red Bulls. Well, 6am. A nice Mackie's brekkie. We're actually out on Saturday. We're going to the Goodwood thing. Members yeah. meet up. So on oh, Saturday... So we're up anyway. We're going to be up anyway. So that's fine. But on Sunday, 7am, big start. I'm going to be up at 5. I want all the pre-race build-up. Oh. I want everything. Jesus. So if it's that early for us in the morning, I wonder where, how, what time it is for you guys around the world. Because it might be even earlier for other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the more... Fuck me. So it must. So if it's 5am here, it's going to be like at night in America. See, I'd rather that though. Someone commented that. And oh, I'd yeah, rather yeah, it is yeah, at midnight. Yeah. And then I'd be buzzing all day. Mm. But I'm going to wake up on Sunday, probably hanging out my arse after this thing on Saturday. Uh, but like I didn't five, even think yeah, about that. We're going to be so Oh, so we have to get home that night. We yeah, we're going to have to get home. I'm going to have to text my little brother and say... Please come and pick us up. <laughs> you think he's listening now? Uh, probably not. I, he's probably not. But yeah, Fab, <laughs> I'm taking over today's episode, you said. Jake, you are taking the reins today because I know that you've been researching and got some cool shit. So, hit me. Yeah, Fab's been busy boy at work and I've been at home researching every single article, finding out as much as I can about the Australian Grand Prix every for today's article. episode. I've read a lot of shit today. Like, I know what I'm on about. So let's for go the in. first time ever. Straight away. <laughs> yeah, for the first time ever. And I still ever. don't think you fucking do. <laughs> for the first time ever on Bitstop Podcast, you're going to get some factual information. What have you seen about Australia? Have you seen that they've got four DRS zones? Wow. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. Madness. 
madness. Keep the FIA coming. introduced that there's going to be four DRS zones in Australia, which obviously means you're going to get loads more right behind racing, cars four, flying that's, past. That's a lot. And that's gone into my predictions a lot, which we will do at the end of the episode. We've got a really fun segment coming halfway through this episode where you guys sent in your questions and we're actually going to play the voice notes out loud. So you're going to hear us respond to them. We are. But yeah, four DRS zones. So as we had it in like Jeddah and Saudi Arabia, you have like three DRS zones and you saw the Leclerc Verstappen battle. They could just overtake each other so easily, like in the DRS zones. So imagine for a whole race with four DRS zones and you've got a whole field that are constantly able to take over. It, I, I think it's going to be an amazing race. I know Australia. Do I you? Do know, yeah, I do. What do you know that. about it's it? It's tight. Is it? Yeah. Are you good at it on the game? Oh, yeah, that goes without saying. But it's going to be an interesting race because cars are a bit bigger now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Bigger wheels. I like that. It's going to be tight, tighty whitey. Well, they haven't raced there since 2019. Last time they raced there, who won, Fab? You know, I've told you. Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas. He got the fastest lap. He started second. Hamilton was on pole. Hamilton came second. Verstappen came third. But I still think it could be a Where big weekend. Where did Mazepin come? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you don't need to check. No, yeah. <laughs> I think it could be a big weekend for Bottas. I think if, if they could get a good result, it could be here. I can't quite get him into my top three for predictions. So you got your predictions ready for the end of the episode? Oh, yeah. It's all up here. I can't wait. It's to all see. upstairs. Who are you going to throw in that top three today? We had Alonso last week. Well, not last week, the week before that. And it was actually a good prediction. Of course it was. So I can't wait to see who you fire in as your third person Do you today. feel like yours are strong? Yeah, I think I'm going to get some you serious You're going to get some points? Yeah. I've done research for this week. Interesting. So yeah, they were there in 2019. Uh, they weren't there for 2021 or 2020, I'm assuming due to COVID. But in 2018 and 2017, Vettel won. And Vettel is back this weekend. He is. Which is what we want to see. Sad to say goodbye to Hulkenberg, I, mm. I guess. But it's nice to have uh, Vettel back because he is everyone's favourite. I feel like out of the whole grid, he must be the favourite. For everyone. Everyone loves him, didn't they? Not like, maybe not in terms of driver as well. Obviously, absolute legacy. But he just who he is. I'd agree. Like He's like a worldwide icon for the sport. Mm. And everyone loves him. Because he's been at so many top teams as well. Like, when you've been at Red Bull, you've been at Ferrari. Uh, you've been at other teams as well, as we found out. <laughs> There's five of them. But when you've been at these big teams, and you've won world championships, and you're loved by that many people, you want to see him back in the car. But it is gutting that the Aston Martin is looking slow. You want Vettel to be in a great car. He won Australia in 2018, 2017. But he's probably not going to be able to compete. Hey, maybe, they'll, maybe they've made changes. Do you reckon? Uh, Mercedes have, so maybe Ooh, Aston Martin Oh, let's talk right about the Mercedes them. changes. I've had a little look into that. I've had a little look. So How little? Well, an article that I've seen on Sky Sports reads, Mercedes are set to make their first major hardware change to their car this weekend in Melbourne. 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 <laughs> Eastbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne. We expect to see an all-new rear wing and at very least possibly some accompanying changes to the floor. So when I did a bit more research, basically, they've been trying to change the rear wing last week for the last race. It wasn't quite ready. And it's all to, you know, combat the porpoising, as we know. Mercedes are struggling with that. Um, but apparently Mercedes are going to come with a really strong car to Australia, which is very interesting. Big talk from Toto. Very big talk from Toto. He, Toto did actually say, though, himself, that basically Mercedes is still miles behind Ferrari and Red Bull, which is very interesting as well. I know he's never going to say, oh, look, we're going to be better than Ferrari or Mercedes this week. But maybe he does still think there's a lot of work to be done. If there's anyone that can pull off a feat like that, it's that 
handsome Austrian son of a bitch. <laughs> he knows what he's, he's doing. He? He's gonna pull something out of the bag. He's Don't like know what a it is secret yet. agent. Maybe a fucking schnitzel. What did he say? Pumpernickel. <laughs> he's gone to pumpernickel. We have loaded every single car with a loaf of pumpernickel to combat the porpoising. That's what I think they've done. So if Mercedes have changed their car, we could see Mercedes up there on the grid or Australia. Hopefully Hamilton doesn't go out in the first qualifying round again. That was a massive shock for everyone. Do you think he's going to qualify better this week? I hope so. He deserves it. And if there's a lot of talk of him maybe retiring after this year. Well, who, Hamilton? Who knows? Do you, know what I mean? it Do you could, think he should? It depends how this Do year Do you goes. think all that relies on whether he wins the world title? Do you think if he doesn't win the world title, he stays? And goes for it again, or do you think he just goes seven seven shoot level with Schumacher? It's still incredible. He's a very smart guy, and he is like a businessman in, in a lot of ways. So he's got a lot going for him outside of Formula One. Obviously, Formula One is his main passion, gig, love, whatever. But I mean, if the guy retires, it's not the end of Lewis Hamilton. I think we could see some amazing shit from him outside of Formula One. So. I think he's like he's created like this unbelievable legacy. He's done amazing things for Mercedes. And like I think most people, him included, should be happy with what he's done if this year doesn't go to plan. Like you can still look back and think, fuck me, yeah, he was still like the one of the best drivers of all time. Take a decision right now. If I said to you you had to put every penny in your bank account on either George Russell or Lewis Hamilton to get more points for Mercedes this season. Who do you think is going to get more? Because Russell started well. Hamilton. Do you think yes. Hamilton's going to be able to combat the issues and come yes. back strong? Yes, I think they've uh, Mercedes have proven that in the past when they've bounced back from when shit's gone wrong. So I've been really impressed with Russell though. Uh, fifth in Saudi, fourth in Bahrain, and Hamilton third in Bahrain, tenth in Saudi. Hamilton did well in Saudi, and obviously when that pit lane close happened, that pushed him way back he would have finished a lot higher but Russell started fifth and fourth do you think Russell isn't far away from a podium if he's able to come fourth in a car which has issues if you give Russell a car that doesn't have issues maybe he will be right up there who knows I mean they've their cars are different they have two different cars essentially the way they're set up so do you reckon they have like different teams do you reckon like Hamilton has well obviously it's Mercedes but do you reckon they have their own yeah, like engineers yeah, yeah. within their team yeah and yeah. then they work the car for them. Yeah, they tailor it to him. It's like it's like getting a suit made. Do you know what I mean? My suit, mm. even though we're going to buy the same suit, is going to be different for different people. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, definitely. I think. Um, well, I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, who do you think makes the changes if Hamilton and uh, Russell have just got separate cars? Do they have the same engineer as well? You know, when someone rings in, rings in, dials in when they're in the car. And just to make one thing clear, Bono. we've now figured out that that isn't actually Wolf or Horner. For ages, I thought that was Horner calling him, calling Verstappen. It's not. It's, it's the race engineer. When? Like, Red Bull have their own engineer. It's not Horner. It, mid-race, it won't be Horner speaking to the driver. I always thought no, it but was. But he does speak to him. Does he? Yeah. Someone told me they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently the Red Bull guy sounds well like Horner, so you never know who it is. I don't know. We'd have, we'd have to, but that's no, what I've been I, told. I, I would say if there's... If there's important conversations to be had in terms of like the performance of the car and if they need to change anything mid-race Horner's not going to do that because he's not a fucking engineer but 
Yeah, I think he still talks to him during the race. Oh, well, someone sent us a DM on Instagram. Whenever we say something wrong, people DM us and tell us what's right. And it said that. It said that Horner and Toto don't do radio. <laughs> Who said this? Give me the name. <laughs> we'll Give me their address. We'll have to expose Give me their them. credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in the podcast, I'd very quickly like to say, if you haven't already, click the follow button and give it a five-star review. we got 1,100 ratings now, which is absolutely crazy. An extra 100 since last time. Yeah, madness. What the flipping hell? I don't know where you guys are coming from, but I know you're all over the world, and it's absolutely amazing, so thank you very much. Hit the five-star button. Yeah, do that. Don't hit it four. Hit, it, hit, hit the five. Hit the five, baby! Five is just better than four in all aspects of life. Bang is a mash. How many sausages do you want? I'll have five, please. <laughs> You're just off on a little tangent here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know but, exactly but, but, what I mean, mean. It makes sense, though. Yeah, a bit of mayonnaise makes, as well. Yeah, well, how many dollops of mayonnaise do you want? Four. Interesting. <laughs> Benotto has spoken out as well, saying, I believe Red Bull is the strongest and the favourite. Read it out how he actually said it. I believe Red Bull is the strongest. No, in Italian. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I believe... Uh, what, I believe what, what I can fly. What is Italian? Do an Italian accent so I can copy it and try it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Mamma mia. I believe. <laughs> okay, one sec. <laughs> I believe Red Bull is the favourite and the strongest. Okay. I'm trying to think of like cars. Okay. Cars too, because there's that Italian car. But either way, yeah, Benotto has said that about um, the Red Bull. And Damon Hills followed it up by saying that he thinks Max Verstappen is by far the strongest this season. And the fact that he's got a championship under his belt means that he'll be fighting just a lot more confident than Leclerc, basically. Damon Hill's been paid off by Red Bull. Do you reckon? To say that, yeah. It's going to be amazing. We could see another Leclerc-Verstappen battle. We could see something completely out of the blue. We want to know what your predictions are. If you're listening to this right now, who do you think is going to win? I know you can't tell us, but you can message us at Pitstop on Instagram. Let us know. You could tell us through a voice note. That would be fun and interactive. That would be very fun and interactive. I just want to say quickly, it's a fucking amazing when uh, everyone who's listening to our pod, like when you're traveling around and that, you always send us little, you put it on your story and we get tagged in it. And oh like yeah, we recently, share them all in the story. For well. the past week, I've just seen loads of people just out and about doing Yeah, I just shared when someone's on a plane. Thing. Yeah, I saw that. Amazing. Yeah, if you're ever out, listen to the pod. Just take a photo where you are and put the... Pit Stop logo or something on the screen. Just say, listening to Pit Stop Podcast. Tag us at Pit Stop. We share them all in our story because we love seeing where you listen to them. I don't leave the house because I work from home. So it's nice for me to see people living their lives to the full. It is nice. You should get out once in a while. The air smells good. Well, i tell you what. It's Thursday right now. If we jump on a flight now, we could be there for qualifying. Australia? Mm. Don't look at me like that. I'll go grab my passport. I'm not even joking. Go, go! <laughs> i feel like there's um there's going to be a lot of uh pressure on ricardo this weekend i was just thinking that and i was looking at where he's finished in australia where his best finish was um his best finish in australia is fourth and they were both in the red bull 2016 and 2018 do you think if McLaren have done something, he could get top 10? I mean, he hasn't got any points yet, but I want him to do something. There's going to be all the Ricardo fans there cheering him on. I know they say they can't hear the crowd from the, from the car, but you, I think you'll just feel it. The whole weekend, he'll, he'll feel the hype. And there's two options now. He's either going to take that energy and blast it out on the track, or he's going to crumble. Mm. from the pressure he's like an icon over there I've seen loads of um, like shopping malls and it's just loads of pictures of Ricardo like they fucking love him yeah he's a G 
It's so. just gutting that, that McLaren isn't up to scratch because I want to do a shoey for one. And also, well, actually, no. What's really funny about Ricardo is, you know, ever since we saw how short he was, because we thought he was tall. From Netflix, he gives, like, massive guy energy, doesn't he? Like, walking around, like, mm. you kind of just feel like he's this big dog. Then I saw a photo of him yesterday with, like, some, like, Australian football team or something, and he's standing with them, and he's absolutely <laughs> <Is he> really? <laughs> fucking tiny, yeah. He's just brought out his own wine. That's it. Did you see that? No, but we should get it and it's called get like th- boozed up for a pod on it. It's called, like, th- I think it's called 3RC. 3, no, I don't know, 3DR? 3 Daniel Rick- Maybe I'm wrong. 3DR. It's got the, it's got the letter 3 Let's in it. Let's order it Number now. Number 3. That would be so cool if we drink it on the pod. That would be cool. And he's brought out his own um, like decanter mm. in the shape of his racing boot. Oh! Like, and it's like for like. like It's it's to scale of his foot. So His we foot's sh- probably what? Like, we could what sh- size feet do you reckon Daniel Ricciardo's got? Like a fucking child's four. <laughs> Junior. Nah, this is nasty now. Nah. <laughs> no, he's probably got at least size seven. Probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a bit bigger. He's got a big nose. He's Italian, isn't he? Big nose, big feet. He's Australian. Australian Italian. Is he? Yes. Oh! You told me this last <laughs> I probably did say that and I probably did forget. He looks Italian anyway, you can tell. No, we would love big things for Daniel Ricciardo. You'll have to let us know your predictions. We will let you know our predictions at the end of the episode. But let's get into the questions you guys sent us on Instagram. If you want to be involved in the next episode of this... Our Instagram is at pitstop. Give us a follow. Send us voice notes like we're about to play out and we will do this again. So without further ado, let's jump into the voice notes. Roll the music. Just a quick warning. We have no idea what any of these say. I haven't opened any of them yet. So if you see any sudden cuts, sudden bleep outs... Someone's probably told us that we suck or something. Uh, I don't know. We don't know what these say. People have asked us questions or whatever, but we're going to play them and uh, we're going to answer them together. The first voice note is from Jude Simpkins. Let's go, Jude. Name five F1 circuits which are not currently on the calendar. Five F1 circuits that are not currently on the calendar. Come on, Fab. Qatar? Yep. Because of the World Cup? Because of the World Cup. Um, um, Russia, Sochi. Yeah. Um, come on, think, think. Can we say Brands Hatch? It's technically an F1 circuit. They've raced there before. I don't know if it's still F1 grade or not. I don't know oh. if the FIA have still approve it or not. But fuck it, I'm taking that because I can't. Think and of that anymore. Germany one, hike that we spoke about in the last episode, where they're trying to get it for the next one. Hike and hike and something. Heineken. Okay, four. That's four. Was it four? That's four. That's hey, all he wanted. That's all he wanted, Jude. There you go. Thanks, Jude. That is all he wanted. Four. Uh, we have no idea what these are going to say. This is John Smith. If you were given the opportunity to drive any F1 car from history at any track of your choice, which car would you choose and where would you drive it? Any F1 car, any track, wow. where would we drive it? Wow. Well, I'm going for a car without the halo. I mean, I'd probably be safer with a Carvalho, but I wouldn't be able to see a thing with that big pole in my face. Mm. Apparently you can, we just can't on the game. Apparently it's in your blind spot, in the mm. middle of your eyes. I can see how it would be in your blind spot. Okay, maybe I should have a halo, actually. Thinking about this properly, I'm not an F1 driver. Interesting. Think I'll put a halo and a helmet on. Yeah, and maybe wrap yourself in bubble, bubble wrap. wrap. <laughs> 
and make sure there's no one anywhere near the track because yeah. anything could happen. Yeah, maybe remove the barriers. Well, I'd go for Monaco. <laughs> if... Really? <laughs> Fuck, just sign no, your no. death wish now. No, I wouldn't. I'd go for... I would go for the Mexican Grand Prix because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, the colours and lovely track. the stands and the way you drive through it all. Uh, it just looks absolutely amazing. And I would do it in the 2013 Red Bull car. 2013? Yeah. There was no halo then, was there? Uh, no, but I'd put a halo on it because Vettel slapped it in that car. And I reckon it was just a really quick car. How about you? Fair enough. I'd go for one of the V10 Ferraris... I would take it. V10? No, what's V10? France, a V10 engine. What are we now? V6. Is that slower then? They are a bit slower. So the cars are slower now than they used to be. It doesn't really work out like that. Because they got better aerodynamics throughout the rest of the car. Yeah, and just like multiple different things which affect the speed. But um, no, one of the V10 Ferraris, because they're loud, bro. Mm, we like it loud they're as well. They're so loud. And yeah, probably France. I like that track. Mm. You, you're, every time I say I like France, you say you don't like France. I like France. You didn't you say it's boring? No. No. Oh. Well, I want to go to the French Maybe. Grand Prix. I don't know. Someone clip that. Next up, we got one from Sam Smith. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Give to your best Formula One race car impression, please. Here's mine, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like a that was fucking, actually really good. Sounds like a fucking mosquito. <laughs> Best race car impression. All right, okay. I'll do. Um, I will do Yuki Sonoda's car in the last race. That was really fucking good. Yours? <laughs> that was really good. Um, okay. Yeah. More like a- <laughs> it makes me cough. It makes me cough because you have to get so into it to be able to do it. Okay. Thanks, thanks for that, Sam. Thanks for that, Sam. Whoever you are. Next question is from Abinhav Krishnan Akuma. That is probably not how you say it, but I try my best. Okay, question for both of you. Uh, who do you think will win the WDC in 2025? Oh, great question. we got to look ahead. Man, wow. that's a fucking tough question. I'm going to go straight out there now and say Russell. Okay. 
I think Russell will be there in 2024. I think Verstappen's going to be winning a lot of championships. And I I'm think gonna, Leclerc will win a fair few as well. I'm going to go on a whim and say uh, Lando. Lando! Well, I'd love it to be Lando. Mm. I'd love it to be... I don't care. I mean, I'd really. love it to I'd be, be Mick Schumacher. Oh. Tell you what, Mickey. Next question is from Aaron Aman Shunan. Who won the first F1 driver championship? That's like saying, what was the name of the bloke who first invented the fire? I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> nah. I know, we're going to have to skip even, that one. I can't even guess that we're one. We're going to have to skip that one, sorry. Just a simple one. When did you guys start watching F1? When did we start watching F1? Who was that, by the way? That was from Furious F1. Furious F1, thanks for the question. We first started watching F1 around about October last year, like properly together. I used to watch it with my dad when I was a kid. Grew up, became a teenager, didn't really care about it, and then it's come full circle. It was a lot of drive to survive. Like, don't get me wrong, we're we've said this a thousand times. We are drive to survive fans, but we don't just watch drive to survive. Like, there's no drive to survive anymore. We watched it all. We watched the Grand Prix. We follow all the news. But yeah, we started watching it not long ago. Next question is from Jacob Coveney. Who do you think is the most underrated Formula One driver at the moment? The most underrated. The most driver. underrated Formula One driver at the it's moment. It's a great question. Right now, on that grid, I think the most... I think I said to someone last week, and now I feel like I'm going to contradict myself. So I've got two people. One, I would say Joe Guanyu. That's who I, that's who I said last week, because mm. of how amazing he did in his rookie. Because he's done really fucking well. I don't really know much about his, of his, his career in yeah. racing, but like he did really well those first two races, so really good. Um, and then uh, I don't know if he's underrated but maybe more so than the other guys Carlos Sainz mm, yeah I don't think he's underrated as such but then he's not shown the spotlight as much like I get whenever they talk about like a Ferrari Red Bull b battle it's Leclerc and Verstappen but obviously that's because they won the first two races yes but no I am with you I think mm. definitely Sainz is a bit underrated anyone else I think that would change though if Sainz went and won some races to be fair like so we'll see let's see what happens uh, the next question is from Aaron Spry. What what are your top three favourite tracks from this calendar season for F1? And your top three worst, like, least favourite as well? Yeah. And he's from Australia, he said. All right. He's in Australia. All right, mate. Thanks for sending in a message. I would have to say, <laughs> so my top three favourite tracks. Top three tracks. from this season and worst three. Well, I'm straight away putting um, one of my worst three as... I've gone completely blank. I had it in my head and now um, I can't remember what it is. Saudi Arabia What's the one? That, is that the one? I think it's really dangerous. Yeah, that's the one that they just did that's dangerous. Yes. Yeah, that's in mine as well. Saudi. So we'll both go with that. Uh, I'm also not a huge fan of... Hmm, there's one Italy track that I don't like as much as the other one. But I can't think of what the Italy tracks are. The one in the shape of an L, Monza. Maybe. That's the fastest track. What's the one where we spin out on the game? But that's pretty much every fucking that's, track. That's Monza. So, so. <laughs> that's Monza. I, I don't dislike any tracks. Let's do what our favourite tracks are then. Yeah. So Mexico's my favourite. I haven't favorite. really got any least favourite tracks. No, I don't. Me neither. Mexico's your favourite track, yeah. No, I like France, mate. I like I've France. always said I like France as well. Um, France is amazing because it's so wide. Like there's, them big, there's that big bit where you... That is a chicane. Two quick corners yeah. where you fly through. Yeah, so that wide so you can cut corners all day long. See, I like that. That's the kind of racing <clears> I like. Monaco is one of my favourite it's just because of the history and also Spa because of the history mm. those two I also think the Spanish Grand Prix is quite good 
I think. Espanol. Never watched it. I've never seen it. But I think it's quite good. All right. Solid. Next question is from Jack Mason. And it's 29 seconds, so this could say anything. Yes, Jack Mason was good. Yes, boys. Love the show. Uh, just a quick one. Who do you think out of all the youngsters that are coming through on the grid right now will retire with the most championships? So, like, Max, Charles, Lando, George, Mick, Gasly, even a couple in F2 at the minute, or even, like, someone like Piastri who could potentially come on the grid and win one. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Great question. I think we should match his tone of voice. So I think maybe I think Pierre Gasly has a lot of potential. Don't get me wrong, I agree. I think Pierre Gasly could get a significant amount of championships, but I don't think he's Pierre Gasly's at the same age as Verstappen. So you're already competing with someone in a better car. Mamma mia! I think if you're looking at the retirement, the person who's going to get the most amount of championships at the moment is going to be Verstappen. At the moment, on the current grid, who will have the most championships out of that? Copy. Solid. Copy. Solid. Agree with your logic. Yeah? Yeah. But then I also do think it wouldn't be hard for someone like Russell to out of nowhere slap it, go and get a, a bloody world championship this year oh, next fuck year. Me. Man, this is why it gets me so excited. And then Russell could because instantly be in the same You shoes. can't predict what the fuck is going to happen. Mate, I want this weekend, in, in a way, like I want Red Bull to win every week. I want Verstappen to win every week. You'd want Ferrari to win every week. I won't care if Red Bull or Ferrari aren't even in the top three this week just because I want it to be a good race. I want it to be mixed up. Mm. I want I want different people to win every race. I just think it makes it so much better. It'd be nice to have more than like two teams or two people fighting for the championship. Definitely. Next question is from Jake Webb. Hello, Pit Stop. Hello. My question is actually regarding Mercedes. Now, with their early season issues of a porpoising, how long do you realistically think it's going to take for them to get a car that's worthy of a race winner. Oh yeah, well, Jake, you've, you've come to the you've come to the right people. I tell you that, <laughs> definitely come to the right people. What do you think then, Fab? About how long until Mercedes get a race winner with the porpoising issues? Fuck, maybe this weekend. Well, they've made the changes. They've said I've read that it, it, there was never going to be a quick fix. So maybe like this weekend's only fifty percent fix. But uh, I don't know. Mercedes are top team. So. I'm going to take a gamble and say I think Mercedes will win a race in. May. I think the Mercedes will win a race in May. So next month. So I think next month we've got Barcelona and we've got an Italy, I think. What what reason are you that? I just think they're not quite there yet. I think they're going to keep, keep improving. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Mercedes on a podium this weekend, which you will see in my predictions. Oh, God. How long do you think then? Do you think Mercedes are there now? Or do you think they could they could be there this weekend? Or do you think... No, I kind of agree. I think like maybe 50% this weekend and then, you know, maybe by Imola. Well, that, that, that reminds me, by Imola, Red Bull would have shaved 8kg off their car, according to Lizzie McIntosh on TikTok. Bloody hell, that girl knows too much. 8kg, mate. Do you know how heavy that is? Um, 8kg, yes, I do. What, what would you say is 8kg? That's a lot to shave off a car, mate. It is a fair fucking amount. Um, it's a, I googled it, so I wanted to know how heavy 8kg was, because I didn't know. I, I was like, is that a bag of sugar or something? No, it's like a bag of sand, probably. I googled it. It's the same weight as a television, a small mattress, a bag full of clothes, a, a box full of books. Mate, wiping that off That's such a car. weird fucking thing to say. One, how big is the box? And two, how big is the books and how many are in the box? I don't know, but basically, what they've learned here today. Why would Google say that? I don't know. I, I don't even know if why If anyone Googling that. wants to know what 8kg is, it's a box of books. 
I don't even know why I was Googling that. But what you've learned here today is that by Imola, Red Bull would have shaved the television off their car. How do you think they just shave a television off? They just remove it. Just like take a piece off. They just remove the they TV. They just get at it with a razor and just shouldn't really watch a TV when they're fucking... Take little bits off anyway. with a knife. Don't know, really. I reckon a lot of it comes from under the car. Yeah, plastic. You can shave plastic down, can't mm. you? Bits and bobs. I look at it, though, and I still think there's loads they could take off to make it lighter. Yeah, loads of black... Take the wheels off. <laughs> yeah. There's four of them. What do you reckon the heaviest part of the car is? Uh, the engine. Do you reckon the engine's heavier than the driver? Ooh. Good question. I don't know what the heaviest part of the car would be. Would you say all four wheels is heavier than the driver together? I don't really know, mate. I we need to get a wheel, don't, don't we? Know. That was something we want to do. We want to get a wheel and a um, the thing for the pit. So when we get guests on, they can come round and we can see how quick they can change a wheel. On I a swear car. I read somewhere that you could like pick an F1 car up yourself. Like not fucking above your head, but you could like if you went to the back and like lifted the back. Yeah, they're meant to be quite lightweight. That's what makes me think maybe the driver is like the heaviest thing in the car. Potential. But eight kg seems like quite a lot. But anyway, next question: Gracie had on, had on. I always pronounce everyone's name so (laughs) wrong, but yeah, Gracie's coming up. Hello, I absolutely love your podcast. I just wanted to say, let's go, Gracie. It's a great idea, and I love listening to it every week. Um, Do you think you are finally accepted into the F1 community, or do you still think there are gatekeepers blocking your entry into the world of F1? (laughs) Great question. Good question. How do you feel about where we sit within the F1 community, Fab? I think we've had a good reception, considering, like, I remember, like, in the first couple of podcasts, me saying, like it is one of those sort of closed off like elite sports, which is going to be really hard for us to break into. But I feel like it's been really kind of easy. There's obviously been people who think that like we're a fucking couple of idiots (laughs) and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. However, a lot of people, including yourself, Gracie, have clearly been very nice to us. But quite honestly, like I don't really care too much what people think about us because everyone was new at one point. So if anyone's going to hate on us, then... Mate, I'm completely with you. Nothing stays me in the slightest. Like, any comment that comes in, like, these guys don't know anything. I, like, I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, or, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I just banter with anyone. I don't really... We're not people... It doesn't really affect us if people don't like it. But what Fab said is spot on. We've had so much positive stuff. I mean, Spotify have put us in the bloody essential F1 playlist. Like, if you go on sports, on Spotify, and click F1, it says essential F1 podcasts. And bloody pit stuff is there. It's so great, it's great. if we're put, being put there, we must be doing something right. Don't get it twisted. It's not as if we don't fuck it, like care about people. Like any criticism is is good criticism. So anyone that does, anyone who does say like you guys need to improve here and here, then we'll listen to it hundred percent and and take it on board. But next question, Mika Brown. Where are we at crowdfunding that yacht for Monaco? <laughs> oh my god, hundred percent in. Oh, wow. oh, where are we at with the yacht? <laughs> so basically, we were going to get... I'm still building you know, it. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we were going to hire a yacht and charge £5 tickets. I did a bit of research. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to happen with £5 tickets. We might have to up it a little bit to like a grand each. <laughs> It'd have to be a pretty big fucking yacht to get enough fivers in to build a fucking get a yacht. But yeah, no, I, I would assume it's not happening. But we're working on it. But we're maybe, working on it. Maybe the, the racing gods will have their way. She sent one more and she said, this is the actual question. Okay. Do either of you have a day job? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. What do you do? 
I am a builder. Nice. What did you do at work today? What was your highlight of the day today? There was no highlight of today. <laughs> you had something on your car today, didn't you? Yes. You got in trouble today. Yes. What happened? I got a parking ticket, Jake. <laughs> How many parking tickets have you had in the last month? Five. <laughs> Park your car in a proper place. <laughs> Don't park illegally, it's bad. And uh, I work from home on a load of sports socials. So, yeah, Fab goes out and does that. And then as soon as he comes back, if he's had a good day, then we're really energetic and we do the podcast. Sometimes he's really tired and I'm like really energetic. He comes home knackered and I'm like, it's like let's coming, go, let's go, let's it's go. It's like coming home to a two-month-old puppy who won't stop jumping up at your legs. That's literally like <laughs> the best way I could describe it. Veronica has said... Hi, Pit Stop. I just thought that everyone should know which constructor has the most championships. Well, Veronica, Aussie. that is... I'm so fucking gassed that there's more. There's so many It's Aussies amazing hearing people from yeah, all around really the world, cool. isn't it? Love you guys. Well, let's confirm to her. The constructor with the most championships is... Ferrari. Let's go. Nice and easy. We've got a few more. Uh, and then we'll bring the uh, podcast to the end. Next question is from Jake Smith. Hello, mate. Uh, this is a message for Fabio. Um, what would you do if you came home and Lewis Hamilton was... Oh, well, it's nice to see that some of Guys, thanks so nice much for tuning into Pit Stop. <laughs> We're here every Monday and Thursday. Right. <laughs> uh, 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 if I came home and Lewis Hamilton was I'd say fair play, mum. But my mum wants Jensen Button, so that's not going to happen. I think he said your nan, didn't he? Last couple of voice notes. I hope we're not boring you. If you want to send in voice notes for the next time we do this, Instagram at Pitstop, just send us a voice note and we'll put some of them in. And if you don't want us to do this again, tell us as well. But yeah, this one's from someone called Grace as well. Okay, so my question... For you guys is yeah what food would an f1 Love driver food. be like say for instance i don't know sebastian vessel like pesto <laughs> pasta whatever <laughs> so what would they be as food what would a driver be as food sebastian Vettel would be a schnitzel because he's german okay sebastian Vettel is a schnitzel i don't know any dutch food for Verstappen. lewis hamilton is a hot dog because hot dogs are like i oh, know lewis hamilton is fish and chips yes because it's english yeah. Carlos Sainz is... He's Spanish, isn't he? He's like a paella. No, he'd be like some little bit of tapas. Ooh, a little bit of tapas. Yeah, a, little bit of ta- a little bit of this, that, and the I other. like that. Okay, here's one for you. What would Bottas be? Um, An ice lolly, because he is the ice man. <laughs> a freezing cold ice lolly. No, I need to stop fucking saying that joke. But I know Bottas isn't the ice man. Bottas would be... Hmm, Finnish food. Hmm. He would be like... He'd he- be an empty plate, because he's finished it all. Nice. I like what you've done there. Thanks. I'm not sure how we put drivers with food, but if you have any ideas, listen to that and you can think of what food a driver would be. Do send us a message and let us know. Next question is from Gene Moreno. Questions for the podcast. I just saw an article about the weight and how uh, some teams are avoiding the extra weight to not painting at their, um, their livery the full weight something like half painted on certain wow. areas and, and i think that's like a horrible thing because it kind of ruins the branding of formula one and the brandings of the cars because they're not like fully looking as good as they could because they basically need to um uh you know just keep it as it is wow Carbon. i never thought article that here, actually you can check it out wow i've got the article here crazy 
how are teams dealing with overweight at the beginning of the season? So he's basically saying that some teams aren't fully painting their cars. They're... That never occurred to me because I got to say I think some of the cars look fucking blinded this year. Surely cars, surely paint weighs nothing though. Like it all adds up, mate. In in does, when it yeah, in stuff like this, yeah. 100%. That needs to be one of the main things That's we need why, to find um, out. Lewis Hamilton used to shave his head. Why? To save weight. It's, no, it's not. But now he's just no, so quick. Not. He's grown out surely those dreadlocks not. that he's got. <laughs> surely not. To be fair, not many of the drivers have long hair. There you go. Fernando Alonso does, but he's so good that it doesn't matter. Doesn't need it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't need it. We do need to find out what the heaviest part why, of the car is. That's why Mazepin's hairline was so bad. That Yeah, because he deliberately made it bad. He wasn't born with it. He shaved off his he hairline. Just, yeah, shaved it up really, really high. he couldn't win. <laughs> so he just kept going higher and higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every season, it went back another Every inch. Every race gets a razor out. Christ alive. Yeah, we need to find out what the heaviest part of the car is so we can figure out whether the driver is... The heaviest part. Max Verstappen's really nuts, probably. You reckon? <laughs> for the fucking gaps that he's going for. He's yeah. got some balls, I'll tell you that. But yeah, there we go. That is the end of the questions. There is some more, but we didn't want to do them all because we've been filming for a bit longer than usual. But if you do want us to do this again, Instagram at Pitstop, send them in. Give a podcast a five-star review. But very quickly before we go, predictions. Who's your top three for Australia? Top three for Australia is in first place, Leclerc. Second nice. place, Verstappen. Third nice. place, Carlos Sainz. Nice. I like it. You, I reckon you get some points there this season. Thank you. Hopefully. Right. Definitely. I think you get some. I've gone for Verstappen to win, Leclerc second, and Hamilton third. Ooh. It was a hard decision because Russell's finished higher than Hamilton. Like, So you think even the though their car may not be fully developed? I'm going to give you a big reason why I've done this. How big? Well, Hamilton, Hamilton's not bad in Australia. Like he got, he he does all right there. Also, Russell can't have raced in Australia for the last two years because they didn't race there for COVID. So Hamilton has got a lot more experience than Russell. I don't even know if Russell's ever raced in I Australia. You want to put Bottas in your top three? No, I, I want to, but I couldn't do it. Oh. How long was Russell at Mercedes? And was no at Williams? And did he race for another team before them? Don't know, and don't know again. Because Russell may never have raced in Australia. That's why I couldn't put Russell there because they didn't race there for the last two years. Is what I'm saying. That's why I've put Hamilton third over Russell. Interesting. Even with a half-developed car. Even with a half-developed where they got big changes this weekend and Red Bull got 8kg a television off for Imola. Jesus Christ. Exhibit has been pimping out their rides and putting TVs all over <laughs> <it>. <laughs> What's that show? Pimp my rides. My, oh, yeah. Pimp my... Oh, my God. Sick. I used to love we that need show. to get a car and pimp my ride. There is so much we could do with this podcast. We have so many ideas. There we go. That is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for being here. Give it a five-star review. Follow if you haven't already. It's race weekend. Australia, baby. Cannot wait. And we'll see you guys on Monday for our after-race review. Let's go, Dan Under. Come on, Daddy Rick. Powered by Spirit Studios.